Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live, presented by Feed Me More Nutrition. I am your host, the Big Guy Ryback, streaming live on Instagram, the Big Guy Ryback 22, Ryback TV on YouTube, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and Ryback at Twitter. Super chats are brought up on the screen. This is a podcast for your questions. Health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, mindset, life, whatever the situation, whatever the topic may be, and the show will ebb and flow as we go. Today, though, we are going to be doing the WrestleMania review of night one and night two, going over my my predictions and my picks on all of that. Your thoughts, your questions, your concerns on everything with that. This show brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line suite with stevia and monk fruit. No artificial sweeteners or colors. Vegan friendly for men and women on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20. At the end of the checkout process, you put in the little coupon code RYBACKSHOW20. You get 20% off your entire order. Sign up for my massive uh, discount program, savings program, via email or text message or both. As Sometimes we do do different deals. It's one message a week. Thought of the week, story of the week, message of positivity, and a huge discount not made available anywhere else. And just for signing up to those, I give you 25% off. So if you want to save a little more, sign up. You can always unsubscribe if you don't like what the big guy has to say. But I think with an over 80% returning customer rate, 84% this past month, you're going to like it. All right, getting on to the show. Guys, before we get to your questions, uh, a little night two recap of WrestleMania. I did watch pretty much the entire show. I missed uh, a decent part of the beginning of the edge uh, and AJ Styles match, but I did catch uh, a good chunk of it as well. And the ending with that, I had to take the dogs uh, for their nightly walk. And I just found that to be, I go, I I figured that was going to be a longer match, just what I thought. And I thought, right. And as I got back, I, I walked them for a good period, but I had the whole intro with the, with the video package and the entrances and all that. So I, I got a, all that out of the way uh, with everything. Um, I was ended up being, I went five and two the first night on my picks. Uh, I was right five times and wrong twice. Uh, and I believe I was four and three, uh, four right and three wrong on uh, night two. Uh, we'll just go down the list really quick um, on all of that. Well, Lashley, Omos, which I actually, I really enjoyed that. I thought Omos, uh, and with Lashley being out for a period of time, the, uh, hey, hold on one second. Hey, Muhammad, my man, no spamming the chat. We're just going to go ahead and block you out of Rybackville. I don't even need to tell you. Have some common sense and decency for the rest of the people in the chat. Thank you very much, Muhammad. Um, I thought they both did uh, very, very well with everything. And uh, I was wrong on my pick, though, even though I did say I thought – if. I go, it, I wouldn't be shocked if Omos did lose and uh, and then is back to destroying people on Raw and they keep his push going. I have a, a, a weird understanding of they, rather than just make, like they could have, leave the guy undefeated and keep him going and create this huge momentum, rather than doing that, they'll say, oh, well, he's not he's not ready yet. Well, you're you're destroying something bigger if you could because you're going to keep the same thing going, anyways. So why not keep the story intact because it will pay off so much more down the road. But they oftentimes too will do that and keep a talent in 
in check to where his star power doesn't really get as high. And when they do decide to pull the trigger, if they ever do, he won't be as over as he would have been um, anyways. And it's a really stupid thing that I do not understand, but it is it is what they do time and time again. And, you know, it's like, why jump to that match with Lashley instead of just keep building, right? Just keep building. There's no point in putting a loss on the record yet when you have so much more mileage. You could have stretched this out. You could stretch this out for two years if you wanted and make this so big, but they don't. And it, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. None of my business. Uh, the I'm trying to think of the, the order of the matches. They uh, ended up really, really, the Johnny Knoxville, uh, Sami Zayn match, I was wrong on that pick as well. I picked Zayn, even though I wasn't shocked at that. I thought that was uh, entertainment at its finest. To They give so much credit to Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville for pulling off that match. Um, that is, that man, that's pro wrestling and entertainment combined at its finest. And I, I really, man, that jackass crew, Tremaine and all his guys, Jeff Tremaine and all his guys, man, they they really, really delivered. You have no idea like how wrong stuff can go when you have people that are out of their element. And like Knoxville with the ending with the mousetrap and it, it kind of, there was a little hiccup in that, but man, he got it. He got it as quick as you could have got it. And uh, in the ending came off beautiful. Sammy was the perfect guy uh, to be plugged into that. And, uh, and it doesn't hurt him because it was, it was literally done so, so well. Um, and that, that match gets a lot of publicity for, for a business and for to, to be in that spot. Sammy was the perfect guy with his character and how he does. And it, that's the kind of match where a guy like that, it benefits. But if you were to put like a guy, if you put somebody, if you put Bobby Lashley in that match, it hurts Bobby Lashley. And this is things I've had to explain to WWE. I go, and I had to do this with Hunter. I go, you got to be careful with the guys that you plug into different roles because it hurts them more than other guys. Like Miz would have been another guy that could have gotten that role, would not have hurt Miz at all because he's a guy that can lose and they could do it in a way where it doesn't hurt their credibility because oftentimes when they're winning anyways, it's in, in, in heelish ways, right? So there's, there's about plugging in the right talents in the right role and that, that one delivered. Great job uh, for all people involved in that um the uh the women's tag team match i called it sasha and naomi and i thought because i thought just thought that was the i liked that pairing and thought that they were gonna good odds that they were gonna put the titles on them uh and they did uh i thought the uh the opening match with the tag match with rk bro street profits and alpha academy i loved that match i'm a big fan of otis and gable and uh Hey, buddy, no spamming. I appreciate it. Prakash, you uh, got shell-shocked with Muhammad, and uh, see you later. Um, the uh, Man, the Gable shredded. He he had my – I put out a tweet. He was my number one tan and conditioning guys. A lot – everyone, as you know, you you, you try to, to tone it in, to, to dial it in going into WrestleMania. If you notice, like Orton, great tan, always dialed in for the most part, right? And, uh, but I, I really enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the ending, uh, with the, with the double RKOs and, uh, with how they did all that and, uh, really, really entertaining, enjoyable match. I was really happy. They got Seamus and, uh, Rich Holland 
against the New Day. I'll tell you, and I was I was right on that one. I like the uh, what they're doing with with. Um, I just forgot it. Butch, the with, with Pete Dunn, that is exactly how he needs to be. That feisty, just spark plug. Where they got to contain him, and you're not, they're always—they're not always going to be that intense. He'll dial that back a bit, but he stood out. He was a star of that to me. I go, they have something with that group now that was that was missing between just Sheamus and Ridge, putting putting Butch with them, and I that Butch is brand new in that role. This was very recent, but I thought that was just done very very well. They have a lot of potential with that group and uh, and with Sheamus leading it. As you know, I'm a big fan of Sheamus uh, and his style and and what he brings to the the ring. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with them with all of that. I will get to your super chats also, guys, when we get done with this uh, quick rundown. Uh, Loved uh, AJ Styles and Edge, everything I saw on that. We saw Damian Priest come out uh, and help Edge get the win. Uh, I, I just thought... Great matchup again. Those guys work really well together, um, and uh, look forward to seeing what they're going to do with Edge and all of that. And I'm curious what they're going to do with AJ Styles. I feel like AJ. I I love AJ Styles. I've worked him. We've had great matches, and uh, I think it's he's getting to a point where I think he could. Uh, I don't want to say you don't need a character change, but uh, adding another element or layer to the character. I think could be very, very beneficial to him um, uh, as far as freshening things up in some way, shape, or form, right? And I don't know what that is, uh, but I, I could see that coming at, at some point in time. I wouldn't be shocked if that comes. Um, man, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory with, uh, with, with into the – well, first we'll do that. Absolutely loved everything about this match. Pat McAfee is – so over with the crowd and and it is and it, i if you would have told me this a couple years ago i would have been like i don't i don't know i didn't know anything about the guy and the more i've seen him and watch and listened to him and watched him and man he can go he can he and to not be in the ring on a regular basis and to go out there and deliver on on a big stage like that and uh even though i i did pick him uh I picked, I believe, wait, did I pick, I picked Austin Theory on that uh, because I thought they were going to do something with that. But I think the way that they did this and with Vince, there's a longer term story with it, which I did mention as well. So I have no problem with McAfee going over. Guys, super over. They really, if they want to do more with him, they they really can, which they very well may be doing. And uh, everything with Vince, uh, I'll tell you, it was... uh, it was the oddest, weirdest thing watching it. It felt, and this is me knowing what I know and everything going on. I felt like I was watching Vince McMahon's last WrestleMania in the sense before they sell the company. And it was like all the people that he, he had everybody as part of the show. And and I believe whether it's true or not in the, maybe they go another year, but in my mind, I, it was done because I believe he believes there's a good possibility that they're selling in the upcoming year and that maybe he won't be able to do this, be involved ever again. And when you're that age, every month matters. Um, I was, uh, 
I uh, I thought that 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 they maybe uh, I could have done without the Vince McMahon Pat McAfee match, but obviously it's his show. He's the promoter. He's going to do what he wants to do. Um, I did not see that coming. I it was I literally said I just go what the hell is he doing? And it was it was I'm telling you I'm watching it looking just waiting for it like his quads are going to pop like he just does not and he has aged visibly from the last time we've seen him. But, you know, you've got to remember, he did that muscular development photo shoot, which reminds you, though, with his history of stuff that he does, and they could really, really gloss those things over and, and edit those images to make people look way, way better than they actually do, and they could hide things, right, and whatnot. He looked visibly, visibly much different muscle mass wise as far as what he's lost but he's 70 something years old so it's not and that's not not this isn't he still looked great with all of that but uh i thought it was odd the i just thought it was odd mcafee with that in the selling form and like with the way that that match was i thought they could have accomplished everything they did with mcafee winning and vince coming in and, and, and maybe and, and using Theory to jump him and not do a match and put the boots to him and let Theory help Vince get a few clotheslines on him and then put Austin down there where it's not a match where McAfee doesn't take a loss to, to the 77, 76-year-old man after looking in that performance. You know what I mean? And it was I, – I but that's what you do when you're the promoter and you're the boss. You do what you want to do, right, with all of that. Um, but I – and I, I called it on Twitter when I saw Austin coming down. I think we all knew this was going to end up in another stunner. And I put out, I go, Vince couldn't take a stunner in his prime. This is risky. And sure as hell enough, it it was exactly as I thought it was probably going to be. And uh, Shiki, baby, good to see you. The uh, shell shocked out of here. No time for you this morning or this afternoon, Shiki, baby. Uh, we've got it. We've got a couple people coming in with Shiki Baby. <clears throat> but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole thing for the most part. And I think, <clears throat> in all fairness, <clears throat> Vince took the worst stunners in, all throughout Austin's career. So it was like it was it was a way to do it. It was it was it was exactly as we remembered, right? It, just a little worse. And nothing on Austin's awesome. This is no no way of reflection on Austin. I thought Austin handled that so well, trying to guide Vince back. Austin knew enough to wait to get that hook in on that stunner on Vince. He knew if he would have went early, like that could have been so much worse. And uh, it wasn't. We've got Iron Sheiky's friends coming in today. That's great. Also, the main event, uh, Roman Brock. You know, I thought with everything we saw on an amazing night one and an amazing night two, the uh, I said I go I, I hope Brock comes out on a horse on Twitter and uh, and I meant it because WWE tried to do a horse. I think it was for Triple H when I was in WWE one of those years, and the horse ended up falling through the stage. There was an incident through rehearsals, and they scrapped it. There was something horrible happened. And I just remember they like everyone was talking about it. I didn't see it, but it involved a horse. But in my head, I was thinking, I go with everything with Brock. I go, man, I hope Brock really comes out on a horse. And they have a button, but that would have been, 
it was, I know knowing how that stage is, they would have had to have the right kind of carpeting down. You can't put a horse on there with those, those slippery stages and whatnot. But, uh, Everything was great physicality-wise. I have no problem with anything. It's, it's building to something much bigger with Roman, I think. And uh, although I thought there was going to be a surprise at the end, but the night was so fantastic anyways. And that match before – the match before it was, was the main event, oh, pretty much. In my opinion, the crowd, I don't think was – that was the hottest the crowd was, I think, of all the nights – and in the most involved from beginning to end. And I got to tell you, shout out to that Dallas crowd. Two long nights, back-to-back nights, both those nights, those crowds, I don't remember them being particularly dead for any extended period of time, which is not easy to do because typically when you have match after match after match after match after match, there's usually a time when the crowd just checks out. And we've seen it happen in the past. And I don't recall that happening in the two nights. So I, I tell you, that was I enjoyed it. It was an enjoyable uh, WrestleMania between night one and night two. And uh, outside of the the Rick Boogs uh, injury, which is really really unfortunate, and I got to remind you guys, it's not easy picking up two guys. And he was just trying to and catching two guys, and those are two very good sized guys. Uh, is a risky move with the weight coming down uh, in, in that squat position and the guy jumping, you're dealing with hundreds and hundreds of pounds, right? You're dealing with, with 400 and something pounds coming down and jolting you. And in, I believe it was he something with his patella tendon, tendon and quad, a uh, horrific injury and uh, hopefully a speedy recovery for him on all of that. But it's because he has a lot of charisma. I think there's a lot of potential with him as well on that. So, I uh, but I enjoyed it, and that's my thoughts. And I'm interested in seeing what you guys have to say here. We're going to get to some super chats. I apologize. We do have a little bit of spam coming in, and uh, it's unfortunate some of these people group together. We block them out. We keep it going. Shell shock them out of Rybackville for as long as they can take to make another account. The Resident Evil AMC. Uh, hello, Ryback. How are you, my friend? I'm doing very well. I had a great workout today and uh, just got done eating, got done doing a little bit of shoulder work. I got to do more shoulder work right after this to watch a little bit of pro wrestling. Um, I'm actually in the game plan. I think what I'm going to do, guys, is try to do more reviews of the shows as I'm watching more wrestling as I'm getting better and everything's kind of gearing up to, you know, I'm trying to get my brain working a little more and processing more wrestling matches, talking about it a little more. It's uh, in, I, this is the physicality physically wise. I'm in, in great shape and conditioning wise. So now to get my brain and I've watched this entire time, but I think watching a little more answering your questions, it helps me as well. Get my mind more um, involved in the business and, and current up to date with everything going on. So We'll try to do these on the shows in the in the Raw and SmackDown and AEW when I can. I can't promise my schedule and my shoulder I can do it all the time, but uh, I, I I do enjoy answering your questions on it and, and giving my thoughts on that. <clears throat> the moving on, we have another super chat. Uh, 
uh, Orbitry, uh, with him just confirming his release as WWE as a producer, was curious. Did you and Pat ever get around to burying the hatchet? Uh, no, and it was uh, I, I, I just saw uh, everything with that, and um, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to even. It's not worth my time. All I'm going to say is I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised uh, with the current events that are going on in my life. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about it. And uh, But he he is notorious, and I told you guys this, for leaking stuff out. And he is the one I would like. If you noticed, I noticed the Purdue, they, all the, the, they started posting all the time who were the producers of the matches. And he, this is just what he does. And I, I realized this after I, we started working together. He was doing it with stuff on our show to make me look bad as well, to get publicity for him on things and for the podcast when he was involved. I'm so over it, my man. I'm so far past that. I don't I don't care. I'll never have to deal with him on anything. I'm not, like, I don't, like, I just don't think about it. It is lesson learned on all of it. And uh, I'll tell you, he has a great wrestling mind. It didn't shock me that he was involved in any of that. He has a great wrestling mind. I've said that from day one. Him as a person, I could care less. The image he tries to put out, I could care less. I know who and what he is. I, we've talked about what he was doing. The guy was charging people thousands of dollars for interviews for me. I don't charge money for interviews. If you're somebody's best friend, you do not do that, right? It's over and done with, man. He stole thousands of dollars. It's over. I'm done. I don't care. He was there when I wasn't there. He's not there anymore. None of my business. <clears throat> Let's see what other... I agree with you. Jacob says, I agree with you. I thought there was going to be a surprise after the Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Imagine if suddenly you heard, uh, if you can smell uh, what The Rock is cooking. Yeah, I, I thought, man, if they could have secured The Rock just for a stare down with no even promise of anything. But then again, if they can't deliver on that, there's a lot of people that could that could get really upset with that as well. But people are going to get upset anyways. But, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know what you, outside of, you know, The Fiend didn't come back. I thought that could have been a, a huge, in my opinion, it would have been the perfect, If unless the storyline is going to continue with Brock, which I don't know, they've wrestled so much. It would have been a perfect opportunity to bring out the next opponent for him in the next, you know what I mean? Uh, whether that was a surprise return or somebody, I don't know. There was just felt like with that, that whole night one and night two was so good. I thought in my head they were going to really deliver on the final closing moment going home on that show. But Vince is, I'm telling you, it's Vince is with Roman. It's the, the final shot on Roman with the two championships. Vince had decided in whatever his mind he wanted the focus to be on those two championships being won by Roman. And that's what that was the last image that everybody saw. And that's how they, they go about it with how they do things. And they delivered on like so many things and they had surprises in other areas. And like I said, the match before was pretty much, I thought personally, and they, they've done this, but like they don't have all the titles on the show to begin with, right? They should have put, and you can't, this is looking back at it, but if you're looking at this now, I the way that that night was, I would have put Roman and Brock on as the semi-main 
and then put Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory as the main because that surprise with Vince was the most shocking thing. And then having Austin coming out to hit the stunners. And I thought you could have closed the show again with night one and night two with the, the, the all-time goat of the most over guy in the history of the business closing it out for the final time. I wouldn't have been upset with that. I don't think a lot of people would have been, uh, but they wanted to focus on those two titles and that is what it was. And, and I'm not, again, not upset over that at all. It's just how it is. You can't, everything's not, you know, perfect. And if you want, my thing is if the title, the fo- he wants the main focus on the titles with Roman. That's what he wants. Uh, Peter Lebeau, thank you for the super chat. Who was the win that you wanted the most? Who was the, the person I wanted to win the most uh, for, for Mania? As I'm looking, um, you know, I think the... I'll tell you the person that needed to win the most was Omos. I, out of all those matches, Omos, with what he was doing on TV, destroying people... I, I, I don't understand. I They're getting Lashley a match. I just thought they could have done something. They could have done something. They could have done another opponent for Lashley interfering to cost Lashley the match with Omos and kept kept Omos's momentum going. I don't like that his momentum ended, personally. And I don't I don't know how far along. I thought he looked good enough and he could he's getting better and better and better that they could build this guy up into something and they could still build this guy up. It's just, I, I, I like when there's a big story in place and they can, you can get somebody. He looks that way. Who's going to be the first person to beat him. I wasn't ready for that to happen last night. Let's see here. Cody and Seth uh, absolutely had a fantastic match, I thought. Uh, we've got a shout-out here. Miku Huntu, thank you for the super chat. Can you shout-out my friend Baked? What's up, Baked? Um, pretty sure I know why they call you Baked. Either that or you're a big fan of beans. I have a feeling, though, or both possibly. I have a feeling, though, it has to do with marijuana. Hope you're having a good night, Baked. My night is going very well. Are you a Baked bro? No, I'm not big into the... I, I, I invest in the in the, in the the green, but I uh, do not partake in the green. I've done it. I haven't done it in a long time, but I've done it. I'm not... I'm not... doesn't... I'm a red wine guy once a week. The... Uh, I, I don't like the way that it makes me feel. Uh, good question. Rob Manga, good Mang, sorry, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Big bro, what supplement do you take before bed? I wish these not all the super chats <clears throat> pop up on the top here when I miss them. So I apologize. The uh we're gonna go ahead and block another bam. Oh, we already got that one. Okay. The uh I take my GTS go to sleep and uh I take the full serving uh usually an hour before I'm ready to go to bed. Uh, and then I head upstairs, I do my upstairs work in my office and then the work on my shoulder. And by the time I'm getting done close to being done with my shoulder, 
it starts setting in to where like I was like just that natural feeling I got to go to bed. And man, I tell you, I it's I I think it's the one supplement people it 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 gets all the supplements get great reviews. But I think that could help people so much because sleep is something that so many people struggle with. It is I, I believe it's the most powerful over the counter sleep aid that that you were ever going to get and money could buy. If you compare that formula and our label to any other product, there's no way they're giving you the amount of ingredients and the milligrams per ingredients that Feed Me More Nutrition is giving you. And I created this on the road for my hectic schedule in WWE to get me off of NyQuil and Benadryl. And I'm telling you, it is, it's my product. But man, I'm telling you, it's majority of people that use it. I'm not I'm never going to say 100% of people, but if, if most of the people, the, the the ones that that said they took it once or twice and they didn't necessarily, don't, like it didn't help or whatever, there's so many people, an overwhelming amount that it helps. That that I even think the, the, the few that it didn't, if they were to stick with it and, and keep going, it would it would it would work for them. But everyone has certain people have certain sleep issues that like even prescription drugs and things. But I'm not a fan of the prescription sleep aids. I think those are horrible for humans. <clears throat> they make you feel horrible. They drug you. <clears throat> and uh, the GTS is a na- it brings on. It doesn't make you groggy. You don't wake up feeling hungover. It literally is a. It makes you feel like you just naturally have to go to bed. And to me, that's the best. You're just like, I just want to go put my head on the pillow. I'm out within a matter of minutes every single night. Phone's on. It's covered over. Can't see the light. Anything. Lie down. Put on some meditation headphones. And I am out. Usually under five minutes. And like that's why I sleep to me is... I sympathize with people that have difficulty sleeping because it, it's beyond easy for me. But that product helps keep me... Like, because I go, 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 go. And when I decide that I'm going to take that, that's when I know I'm going to start winding down. So, <clears throat> I just talked about the Vince Stunner. I'll tell you, and I'm not made, Vince is an old man, first of all, guys. He never took the Stunner well to begin with on any of that. But as you notice, like you notice on Sting on AEW the week before, he started falling over. You're dealing with people, your body, the mind says yes, yes, yes. The body says no. What that is from is massive fatigue setting in in the legs where they can't even stand. And that is that recovery gets worse and worse the older that you get. So like when you're younger and you get blown up and you get tired, granted, you got to be in shape with that, but you're more likely to be able to push through it And if you're in a elite level and a professional at that and with that but like as age sets in once you start getting fatigued th- that might not come back and I think Vince just I think in being out there in front of all those people you know he's not out there regularly and so when you're away for that and the nerves could set in I think he was just zapped and he, you could tell that's why but that's why you get that awkward movement you're like how did he like stumble into the ropes your legs turn to jelly and it's like you can't control yourself it's like, I'll tell you another, remember Brock in UFC where Brock, I can't remember if it was the Kane. I think it was the Kane Velasquez fight. He had all his stuff going on after his post-diverticulitis where I could tell he fatigued faster because he was in the, he wasn't quite the same with that, but fatigue set in rapidly and his legs, he literally like ran all the cross the, the, the octagon trying to regain his balance. That's what happened. Like your legs go, but he he ended up. He had the health condition with that. I believe that was responsible. 
for that, for whatever reason to set in. But when you're older like that, the body just can't, it, it's, it hits. And I think it just, Vince, it just hit and he lost, lost his balance. And it just, Austin, I'm telling you, such a true professional. If you notice, Austin was able to kind of, Austin tried to guide him almost like very calmly as if Austin hasn't missed a damn beat in 19 years. And, uh, and he got it and he, and it was all good. It wasn't, a, it wasn't great on Vince's part, but he got the job done with it. And it, I think it's even better. Cause like I said, he took it horrible his whole career and he, and he took it horrible for his final one, most likely. So at least he's consistent on that end. Right. So I, I had no problems with it. it. It was, it was what it was. Even if he hit that boot right into a stunner, it was probably going to be the same cell anyways. Which is the worst way? Like Vince could have tore his quad on that cell very easily. Luckily, he did. He never want to see anyone get hurt, despite personal stuff. But it was it was what it was. Uh, Robster Vision, thank you for the super chat. Uh, did I see uh, Cody's redebut? Did you enjoy it? I did. Uh, I'm curious to see what direction they go with everything. What the game plan is. It was a successful re-debut, though, and uh, as the AEW, Cody Rhodes, that package, and uh, now we will see uh, what direction the story takes us. And uh, but he came back, he delivered, he got a he got a big win. He looked great. Seth looked great, and uh, doesn't hurt Seth at all. Didn't know his opponent, right? Seth is and. Uh, it's. I'm looking forward to seeing what what the story's going to be, which he's supposedly going to be talking tonight. So, how did Vince squat 1,000 pounds at age 76? Uh, he did not. So that was on a uh, <clears throat> the belt squat machine, and the distance that he went down, that the plates hit some sort of stoppage. I saw the video. Regardless, it's a ton of weight with that um that that is not a true thousand pound squat with that that i i don't even know if vince at his age and with his legs could squat 225 pounds on a barbell on a regular i don't know if he could and that's not judging he's he's an old man now right but he's very physical still and whatnot i don't know what he got into him to want to to to, to try that to do that but it was uh it was i would call it a quarter belt squat Still, majority of people his age are not doing a quarter belt squat with any weight remotely near that. So it is impressive, regardless. But it's not a it's not a, a thousand pound squat. Hello, Argentina. Do you think Brock? Do I think Brock is going to take a break now since Roman retained and he has had the the title two years? Uh it would that tends to be the formula that if Brock takes a big loss like that, uh, disappear for a while and come back. Very possible, very very possible, and they could end up bringing him back uh, down the line. Brock is such a strong character that he's always tends to be involved with the title, right, and with what they're paying him. And so, but Brock is this current version is the babyface Brock. They definitely have more options with him. Uh, feuding wise, storyline wise, outside of it, but the, I say more options, and they don't have a ton more options, but they have more options. Um, 
where they could do a storyline not for a title if there was <clears throat> in, in the, like say and it was going to be Sheamus and Brock if it was on SmackDown right. <clears throat> Sheamus is a big guy that could work him, and they would work really, really well together. They could involve the other guys. They could do a program and and whatnot. It doesn't have to be for a title. But I don't know. It seems it would it would not surprise me if Brock takes a break and then comes back at a at a at a at a big event at some point in time, right? Because he's been back what since SummerSlam as this version of Brock. So it's uh, <clears throat> and that was in August here in Vegas with everything. So. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it shock me, but maybe they have plans to do, like I said, we're going to have to wait and see if they continue the storyline with him and Roman or not. <clears throat> uh, big guy, was it true that there were talks of you ending the Undertaker streak back in your run with WWE? I don't never. That was never nothing that I ever heard of. I know Jericho might have mentioned something. I always wanted to work. I thought the game plan, I thought it was, I was, was and what I was hoping the game plan would be was to build an undefeated streak to do a streak versus streak match at WrestleMania. And, and like, I, I, I felt like that would have been such an amazing opportunity. And, and especially with how over everything got right, where, where it would have been a very people that would have been uh, believable that I could have been the one to end it, whether I did or not. Right. But that, it just never, after the direction everything went, and once I realized what was going on and, and with my legal stuff connected to everything, um, it, it was what it was. But that was never anything, never discussed with me if it was. And you never know. They, they, they could discuss that stuff. That very, very well probably was discussed with it, but it wasn't ever, like, it was never anything that was made uh, to my knowledge. You know what I mean? Uh, could I shell shock Omos? I, I could shell shock Omos. I believe I could vertical suplex Omos fairly easily. I used to uh, vertical suplex, suplex Eric Rowan, who is a very large individual and bottom heavy as well, but he also does have very good balance. Eric Rowan is very good with his body on that. But I used to be able to take him and hold him on live events for an extended period of time. And, uh, and that is so... And I say that I, I'm pretty confident in my ability on that to vertical suplex Omos, but he is a, he is, I don't know how his body and I've never worked him. So I say that just strictly based off what I've done in the past and knowing how I can handle the, the larger guys weight wise on that. But I love that match. I thought it was a physical match and Omos I thought did great. There might've been one little hiccup in the match. They worked through it and, uh, and, and I thought it, they did a, a fantastic job. Uh, let's see here. Did I find any match boring? Uh, the one of the matches you thought were boring was uh, Edge and uh, AJ Styles a bit boring. Um, and I, like I said, I missed the beginning or a good chunk of that and caught it when the crowd was was seemed to be coming was was with it but i did notice they weren't <clears throat> going crazy the, the the part i walked in and when you're dealing with sometimes a match like that where they give it an extended period of time it's there you gotta you know and, and it's just it's just the way that it is and i don't know why 
Sometimes matches don't need to be as long as the time that they give them, but they like to do it sometimes and they give things, sometimes they give things too much time and sometimes they give things not nearly enough time. And, uh, you know, it's just the way that it is. And, and I don't, that's why I, but I think part of that too could be they have, they've had so many big things happen throughout both nights that, that's kind of like the you know remember like the the main event was it the what match was it was it Triple H Benoit and it was a triple threat I thought though and I remember watching it and the crowd was flat and it was a WrestleMania and it was it the one where they followed Rock Hogan somebody will know this <clears throat> was it HBK Triple H and Benoit. But um, I, either way, and I remember the crowd was sometimes with matches like that where they're a little more technical, uh, people could check out. They could just check out. And then they get they get with it as they know things are approaching. I thought, though, that was such a great ending, and it was I, I enjoyed everything I saw with it. Uh, no update on my TikTok, guys, by the way. As you know, it was uh, on Saturday, TikTok uh, banned my account permanently. Which is, but the account is still up and running. Um, which I filed an appeal. I've sent emails to everything. I've contacted them on Twitter. They asked for my username, and then they came back and sent me a standard reply. Um, but I have the appeal put in uh, in emails to a couple key people within the organization that I was I, I was able to track down uh, that my buddy gave me, along with all their 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 emails that you for creators and legal and. So uh, I'm anticipating because no post, nothing is broken, any of their guidelines with anything. Uh, it's just a matter of now when they're going to hopefully get to it. And uh, I don't know. I, they, it, it's, I was on pace to have a record since I made the account to have a record amount of views for the month of April at the pace we're going and just picking up. And now it's like that's going to, depending on how long I'm off of it. So. Trust me, I want, I, I, it hurts me. It hurts me on everything that I do with that kind of stuff. And it's scary. And I'm trying to just remain calm and optimistic that this isn't anything more than whatever. But it, it concerns me that it was a, a permanent ban on, and no reason was given. And no posts were removed. Nothing was taken down. So I'm like, why would that just jump to a permanent ban? And I don't know what, um, Hey, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate feed the audience more, but we're going to no feeding for you, buddy. You've been shell shocked out of Rybackville. Thanks for coming. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see. I wish they handled this stuff quickly. And it's like, I even asked the, the support on, on, on Twitter. I at TikTok support. I go, can you give me a reason why the account was just jumped to a permanent ban with nothing? And you didn't even state a reason on the permanent ban, which is odd. And like, typically if a post or something, it would be removed. And it wasn't, or like they'll stop, prevent you from doing like live videos or something. And I was like, what? And it was, so I, I don't really, I don't know what's going on. And they, they did have on it, uh, the band, not saying for what was the reason, but for multiple community guideline violations. And I'm like the community guideline violations that the have were on comments and they were overturned. And one was on a live that was overturned. And I'm like, this isn't like, it just doesn't make sense. So it's scary to me, though, because you work, you know, 
the most followed wrestler behind the rock and, and great colleagues ahead of me also on there. But like, it's, I've worked very hard and with no TV time or anything to build that on my own and, uh, and being suppressed everywhere else. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to jump to conclusions on anything, but hopefully they make this right. And I make them a lot of money on there too. They advertise based off people with your engagement and what they're watching. And it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's crazy, but you guys see, I'm not making any of this stuff up. Like it's, you can see it on Twitter and like people on Twitter that have like 30,000 followers or like independent wrestlers make a tweet and it could get thousands of likes. How am I, can you be the most followed and have massive engagement with no TV on one platform, but the ones that you know, you're suppressed on, like, I'll be lucky to get, if I, if I get a few hundred likes on Twitter, like I'm lucky, but it's based, I don't, I normally don't get past 0.5% impressions on it. And it's when you don't get impressions, you are just, you're artificially suppressed. Nothing. If you notice, I go viral on, I used to go viral on Instagram before they hit me in December. They've shut down. My Instagram is dead. Like I can't get anything on Instagram. I'll never go viral on Instagram again with the, whatever they have on the, the level they have it at right now on that. And it, it's like, that's like Twitter. Nothing. I the stuff I know how to. I learned social media and doing stuff to the certain things that can go viral. And it's just like it's because not enough people are seeing it, so it never gets past that stage. All right, we got another super chat. The Ostgard, big man. My newborn wants to know the thoughts on Vince and how he looks and moves so damn good for being in his 70s. Also, thoughts on uh, on repeat main events. We just talked about all the Vince stuff, literally just moments ago. Um, yeah, no, I think he looks visibly a lot older and he's lost a lot of muscle mass. Um, but he is, you know, in his mid 70s with everything, and uh, but he's still training and and going and whatnot. I I don't know. I, I found it to be pretty risky him with the physicality. I thought that could have been done a lot different. What I talked about earlier uh, using Austin theory and not doing a match and just beating him down, let Vince do a few things and, uh, and then send Austin down uh, stone cold um, with that. But the, uh, I don't know that he, I, I wouldn't say that he moves good he moves like an old man but he moves like an old man that is active with that but he's had his quad injuries and whatnot and that's a long walk down the ramp for him but by the end of it that's why that stunner his legs were shot with it so and that's why the stunner like i said he's never taken it good to begin with but he he was his legs were were, were beyond jelly at that point in time uh repeat main events yeah i think it's we've seen brock roman a lot um and or enough anyways but I love I love the way they work together. I don't get bored watching them work or anything. That's but I did think I would have liked to have seen since we've seen them work. Like I said, I would have thought you could have done so. And this is Vince's mindset. He thought that, that he wants the, the focus on the two titles, so he didn't give a lot of, put a lot of dressing on this match. I thought Brock should have came down on a horse. Roman should have had a big Samoan head of the table tribal dance the deal that they do, they could have gone elaborate, elaborate, bring him out on a big throne. I thought you could have really, really, really put what they put into everything else on this show into the main event. 
But Vince is the type that will he, – he goes, they don't need it. And, well, it's like, well, then that shouldn't have been the last thing then because I thought he could have really made a match that we've seen multiple times, give us some more dressings, some more condiments on it. Let's not just have – let's just not have the, the bun and the, and the burger. Let's, let's really stack this thing up, right? Sink our teeth into it. And, but they didn't. And I don't know. I, I'm not there. I'm not in those meetings. But if I was there and I'm in those meetings and I hear that's what's going out last, I'm at least going to raise my hand and, and tell you guys what I told them. Shut the fuck up. Right back. <sighs> and I'm just like, all right, cool. Do what you want. And, you know, that. It, but at least I would have said it rather than just, I think that's a great idea, sir. Good job. Yeah, Roman Brock, they don't need just a burger with a bun. Just a burger with a bun. Let's just do it. Let's go out. Yeah, sure, we've eaten that burger and bun 17 times, but let's, you, I love it. You're the boss. Excuse I may say something, sir. I think you're a genius. That's probably the way that it went down. So that's how it works. It's his company, not mine. I would get, they would telling you, they, they, I would, oh, I would love, I would love to be, I would be front and center in those damn meetings, just right there, raising my hand on everything. Why the, why the fuck are we doing this? What, what the fuck is going on? Why the fuck are we having Omos losing and we're going to go bury more tag teams with them and not keep the undefeated streak going? Can you explain that to me? You have to ask these questions, common sense and logic, but they don't. Elias, another guy. Why isn't Elias singing on Raw every week? I wanted to walk with Elias. I wanted to walk with Elias years ago. It was red hot. I don't know what they did. He's in a wheelchair now in a nursing home. Killed the gimmick. I would have put Elias and Rick Boogs together. Those are guys right there. Put them that that is a tag team with money that you could do possibly have singles runs, but it is what it is. Appreciate everyone on IG. Oh, no one on Instagram can hear. I don't I don't see anything. Can you guys hear me on Instagram? They're not going to be able to respond anyways. We're leaving it on anyways. I'll have to go back and watch the 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 recording later. Uh, in my career, who in WWE, who was the most influential wrestler you wrestled against? Um, I learned a lot just, uh, and, and not even so much just, it was just uh, wrestling Cena helped me uh, be an even better baby face after I was, after I was selling more. <clears throat> and, uh, and I came back as, as baby face Ryback again. And uh, and remained really, really, really over, especially like live events and things and depending on and TV. Everything was great with that and always had great reactions. But I was selling more than I did the first round, which was all by design with that. And I completely I love selling. So um, because it allows you more opportunities to make more money if if they are get unless you're there part time with that. But uh, he he. Like I said, the personal stuff aside, professionally, I always enjoyed really wrestling him because one, he's really, really, really over. 
and, and he had a style that worked uh, being patient and listening to the crowd. Uh, and I learned to, to, to slow down even more on certain things and to just get comfortable in silence sometimes to work for the thing that's going to get the noise. And in uh, which I already knew, but it was just repetitions of working that in, in main events for an extended months at a time was, was really, really good. And not a lot of people got that opportunity. You got to understand. So I, I took a lot of positives from it and carried it on. And, and I like to th- I t- I take things from people and incorporate it into me and my thoughts and my psychology. Right. And, uh, and, and, it, and I was, I was really happy and grateful for it. <clears throat> Super chat, the Oscar. Thank you, buddy. With Steiner in the Hall of Fame, maybe could we see the big man back in the WWE? Also, Mary and I had our child, uh, Piper, last week. Congratulations, by the way. I'm sorry, I failed to mention that when you said you're newborn, because I remember you told me prior when you were expecting. So congratulations, and I'm glad everything went well with Piper. And hopefully he's Piper's home here and uh, doing well and healthy. Uh, thank you for the shout out early on, but no, thank you, buddy. And, uh, I always appreciate the super chats from you guys and the love and support. So, uh, I hope everything continues to go well with the baby and you, you and your wife get, get some sleep and can figure that out. I've heard from everyone that I know that has kids that the sleep schedule is, uh, is rough, particularly early on, but, uh, I hope that is that you're able to still get some good sleep. Uh, Vince Russo said AEW and WWE could be working together. What do you got to say about that? that? Nothing shocks me. Very possible. Nothing. I mean, who's he has a tremendous amount of insight into how Vince McMahon's brain works more so than 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 me. And, and I know a bit from being around him and seeing, but like Vince Russo spent a considerable amount of time with that man. So, um, it no, that wouldn't shock me. Now, are they? I don't know with that, but I'm not the one of the kind of person to go, oh, absolutely, yes, or absolutely, no, just nothing shocks me. And we've seen WWE gave away a ton of talent, essentially, for them to pick up, which I found a little bit odd. So it wouldn't, that wouldn't shock me. But they also, though, I don't know – I, I'm not. I'm not inside the inner workings of what's going on. I'll tell you what I have heard, though, from people in the company that I talked to, is that the culture of WWE is beginning to change, and they're starting to treat people a lot better, which to me is a positive. And this is why, and and I believe on speaking out on things over and over, and, and why they want me to sign certain things and not talk about certain things, which I will at some point in time explain everything that I've done. To a T, if I'm allowed. Um, but the culture is starting to change. And I have heard from multiple people that Nick Khan is a hell of a guy and very nice in there. And I've and I've and that's from a few people that I trust a lot. And uh so that could be a good thing that if somebody that has a little bit different mindset than Vince that is spending a lot of time with Vince and making key decisions for the company that Vince trusts, that that maybe things are starting to get a little bit better. And that that makes me very happy. 
the end of the day. They gave away uh, dead weight. Brother, I'm just going to tell you out loud, you don't know what you're talking about. You absolutely, you are a mark that does not know what he's talking about. To even refer to any wrestling talent as dead weight, like motherfucker. If you're going to be a fan, like I can't imagine like being a fan of wrestling and just having such, there's some of you guys that shit talk wrestlers and just have such a fucking disconnect from them being human beings and how good they are. And it's not being honestly, you have no goddamn fucking clue who's fucking, how good people are, what's going on. They're physical actors playing fucking roles, first of all. So get out of your nut fucking wrestle bubble fucking little shell that you're living in and understand what the fuck is going on. Like, I hate when I see you guys talk about people like that with wrestlers, man. You couldn't get in the ring and fucking cut it for 30 fucking seconds. If you were in the ring with me for 30 seconds, you'd be fucking puking. Your legs would be fucking jelly-like. You'd be fucking sucking wind, and you'd be so goddamn fucking sore from taking one fucking bump. Not because I bumped you, just because of the fucking impact of the ring, bitch. Stay in the fucking stance. Shut your fucking mouth. Know your role and know that you're a fucking fan, and don't talk about wrestlers that way, bitch, because you couldn't fucking do shit in real life, I promise you. And that's my opinion on it. Don't refer to fucking talent as dead weight. You're a piece of shit and you don't know shit. And you're never going to amount to shit in your real life. Do you understand me? Take that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, cunt. Next. I don't like people. That, so that's that Twitter troll bullshit. Fucking marks out of shape. Fucking just smelly neckbeard cunts, man. You guys can't do shit. You'll never fucking say shit in real life. Because you'll know you'll get smacked upside your head. You know you'll get fucking put down. You know you'll get put in your place. Oh, they're dead weight. You think fucking Miro's dead weight, bitch? You couldn't lace Miro's boots. Rusev would fucking smoke you in every aspect of life. There's so many guys. But you think the Fiend is dead weight? That motherfucker would fucking out-wrestle you. Fucking run circles around you. Fucking football star. That guy could do anything. That creative mind that guy has, you don't fucking know. Braun would snap your fucking neck in two seconds. Oh, they're dead weight. They're dead weight. AEW just signing dead weight. Like, goddamn, you fucking mark. You piece of shit. How do you fucking wake up in the morning? The toughest decision you make is whether to eat fucking Fruity Pebbles or Pop-Tarts. That's the toughest decision you make every day. What you're going to beat off to, right? Dead weight. You're a fucking loser. Get fucking hungry and get with the goddamn motherfucking program. You stupid bitch. And if you ever see me in person, remind me that you called them dead weight on the fucking Ryback show so I can look you in your fucking piece of shit pussy eyes. All right, let's go. I like it when I get to talk like that to people, guys. Oh, it's okay. You could be positive and put little fucking bitches in their place. Oh, Ryback can't cut a promo. Ryback just is his insatiable appetite for hunger. No, bitch, I'm playing a motherfucking role to perfection and was the most over thing going at the time with it. Woo! Uh, how do I feel about Veer Mahan? I don't know. I don't know what the deal's going to be. It's all how they, they book him. And what they do with that. It's going to take a little bit of time and to see the, the route that they're going to go with it. And oftentimes, man, they'll, they'll, they'll debut a guy and they, they lose focus with him. You saw, remember, 
Adam Rose, man, they've done it with others. And not to say that Veer is going to be used in a different way than, than Adam Rose. But, like, they, they put everything into it. And then, like, Brodus Clay, they put everything into it. And then they, they just fucking pull back. They just pull back. And then they're like, then they don't, they don't put everything into it. My thing is, is like, you got to commit to things for an extended period of time, especially when you're dealing with characters and, and with talent, with human beings, unless they just absolutely suck ass and they're just every night, just, just fucking drop. But you're dealing with professionals that have gotten to that point. Oftentimes you need to give guys eight months to a year to see as far as in that role. And oftentimes you can tell early on if something's going to get hot or like, but you need to give it time and not just bury it right off the bat, right? What else we got going on? Rusev could barely speak English. Rusev speaks great English. You guys, some of you don't know what you're talking about. But, I, you know, I tell you guys, I don't relate to the people that are like that because I grew up in like, loving wrestling. I, I didn't hate, I didn't, I, like, I, I had my favorites, but I never hated pro wrestlers. I thought they were all the greatest things in the world. So, like, this culture of, like, hating and actually hating the, the, the performers and talking bad about them, like, how are you even a fan of this? You're not a fan of this. You're just a shit-talking critic, which is why they oftentimes just go from person and celebrity to celebrity shit-talking them. They're not fans. They're negative marks. They're negative marks in life. And I just don't, like I told you guys, I've never met a bad person in, in, in real life with that. It is pretty much probably all wrestlers, majority of them. And it's just it's, you, the, you think because you're online or you think you could just disrespect people. And, just, and I'm like, man, but life is kicking your ass. It's your mindset. It's your mindset, you know? Elias is now Ezekiel. I haven't even seen that. Patrick Miller, good to see you back, buddy. I hope you're doing well. The critics would get destroyed if having conversations. And you guys see, I've, I've brought some of them on here. You see it. You see it right away. And it's just like, it's just like Jesus. Good to see all of you. Hello, everyone on IG. Uh, Manuel says, Aguilera, I've lost 60 pounds using the Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner. By the way, for everybody, we're getting ready to – that's Manuel. That is absolutely amazing, and I, I'm super pumped that you're doing the work. The product works. All the Feed Me More Nutrition products work. This isn't like some, this is like some shady. This is the real deal. I'm working with very, very good people. These are my formulas. We get everything third-party tested. The labels do what they say with that. So congratulations on doing the work. The Shell Shock is going to be in stock uh, probably by Wednesday morning. It's on its way to fulfillment. Uh, it just left today with that. And so it should be arriving and in the system and, and loaded into inventory at fulfillment by Thursday, Friday at the latest. 
but we're going to make it available Wednesday, especially when the discounts go out for the email and text program. Those are big days for us, and a lot of people have asked when it's going to be back. So finally getting that, it's on its way right now. So super pumped to get that back. It's our bestseller with everything else on there. And also we're going to be including on the website, uh, I'm going to be doing uh, my Feed Me More uh, Ultimate Strength and Size Workout Program uh, in, an, in, a, in, a, uh, in a PDF file available for you guys. And we're going to be adding other programs on there and they will be for sale because I get asked and it's going to be, it's going to be broken down. There's going to be images. It's going to, it's going to have, it's going to kind of have a, um, uh, it's going to be very informative, uh, for people, regardless of your, um, your workout level experience level. Uh, it's going to be a very, very, very good program. The first one that I'm going to be coming out with on there to incorporate into the feedmemore.com website. And uh, I've, I've just started uh, getting everything together for it. And, uh, and it's a lifetime of my experience and what I believe for to, to gaining ultimate size and strength for this particular program. There will be other ones. There will be cardio and conditioning programs. There will be other workout programs uh, dedicated to, depending on, on what people do. This is purely for size and strength on, on a, from a workout perspective that I believe and from what I have done and what I have learned that will pack on size and quality muscle quicker than anything. Uh, and we're going to be making that available here, here hopefully very, very soon. Oh, DJ, this is a show to acknowledge the, 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 that, that thing. That's, this makes it more entertaining. It's great being positive and loving. I think it's positive to put them in their place. Maybe that guy will now take this and go, you know what? I'm not going to refer to wrestlers that are dead weight. Right. So, but I think it's great. I get to practice my promos, man. I just, you just guys, you guys are getting a free rant room here. This is control your narrative with the big guy. <laughs> no, our products are not animal tested. Do you think I would test my products on animal animals? Jeez. Why would I test supplements on animals for humans? Uh, can I tell you about the personality of the great Kali? He can't speak uh, English. He can speak. No, he speaks enough English. I communicated. I So I've told this story before. I love the great Kali. I have massive, massive amount of respect for him. I, I think he is, is a very good human being. Uh, and I'm very happy that he's back in India and he, and he has his wrestling school. And he's he's done very well for himself. He's the second most followed guy on TikTok, by the way, on, on wrestling behind the rock, which I didn't know. And then somebody goes, Oh, you know, great Kali has like eight or 9 million followers. And I go, damn, I didn't know he was even on there. And he has the entire country of India, like just behind him. And, uh, he he's all and rightfully so. Uh, I had to watch him in deep South wrestling my first year. Uh, and I had to, I had, it's called, we, we called it Kali duty and build him up. Selected me first to watch him. And I had to, I had to, when Kali needed something, I had to, to stop whatever I was doing and help the great Kali. So like I had to go help the great Kali and his wife set up their AOL account. I, I had to, I had to go get groceries with the great Kali. When great Kali had a question, I had to answer that question to the best of my ability. And one time we went to the store, this was after the longest yard had already been out. And, and I'm nobody, nobody knows who I am outside of maybe some people in town that know I'm a wrestler, but we were, I was a developmental wrestler my first year in the business, uh, big jacked up guy with the great Kali. Uh, we go into Walmart, 
he's getting stopped left and right from people that recognize him from the longest yard in McDonough, Georgia. But the great colleague shopping with him, he, uh, hold on, we got another shell shot coming here. He didn't understand Super Walmarts, which was a store we were in, that they have all the groceries on one side, and then they have like the non-groceries on the other side, right? So we would be shopping, and Kali, he's, if you ever seen the great Kali walk, he doesn't, he's not the, 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 the swiftest of walkers, and understandably so. And I'm tired and beat up, by the way, this day. I was actually really hungover because we would party all weekend and drink endless amounts of alcohol after getting killed in the deep south during the week. So I'm hungover at the store with him. And like, so he's like in the grocery section and we'd get like some rice and something else. And then he'd go, oh, I, I need scissors. And like, and I can't do his voice right now. I'm checked out. But he, he goes, I need scissors. And, like, and then we'd walk and he'd go get scissors at the other side in the school section of the store. And then he'd like, he'd be like, I need beef. And then like, he'd walk and we'd have to go get the beef. And then he would like, I need to get to my wife, whatever, something on the other side. So we were going back and forth. It was taking so long and people coming up for pictures. I couldn't take it anymore. And I, and I said, Kali, I go, we have to get all the groceries at once. And then we have to get all the non-groceries. And he goes, like, you, it, we had, I had to communicate this quite a few times. But then he goes, oh, and he didn't know he's new to like, he's new to all of this with everything. And like, and, but like he, me and him got along so well and laughed and had fun. And, uh, and we always, every time we've seen each other, I think he always was thankful for the help early on. And I've always been thankful just to, to be around him. And he's a cool, kind guy, but he doesn't put up with BS. And I think that's why we get along so well is like, there's like a mutual respect for that. And. He's just, and uh, I, I love the guy. I, I love him. <clears throat> I would, once I'm back, I would like to, I, he go do a huge main event in India and, and probably make more money than I've ever made. The, uh, he, and he knows how to do it. Uh, let me see. Uh, that's a good joke, Patrick. Uh, hey, Ryback, how much does a roof cost? Nothing. It's on the house. That's a good one. I'm going to remember that. It's good to always have no – it's always good to, I feel, have two or three jokes in your back pocket for just – you never know when you're going to need one. And it's all in the delivery. It's all in the delivery on that. That joke, if you told that joke, though – with not a lot of animation and emotion, it's not going to get. But if you tell that joke the right way, I feel it could it could really it could deliver. We do deliver Feed Me More Nutrition to India. Worldwide shipping thirty four ninety nine. I always suggest buying multiple things. We pay the difference in the price. Flat domestic, uh, flat international rate thirty four ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine though to Canada. Nine ninety nine uh, domestic. Orders domestically over $125 are free shipping for Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. Uh, yeah, we covered the exit of PB early in the show. There was a super chat on that. So if you go back and watch from the beginning, it wasn't that far into it.
Man, I tell you, we get some real, real shady individuals into these chats at times. We talked about the main event already also, guys. Hey, Robert Shea, thank you very much. Says he just got his Feed Me More Nutrition order uh, for Finish It and uh, two wake-ups. Great products. Thank you very much, my man. It's greatly appreciated. This is one of my passions with everything, and I'm so excited for the future on how big this is getting and how big it's going to continue to get especially incorporating what's coming along with everything. Um, it's going to be really, really cool. God damn it, I want a piece of that Feed Me More Nutrition. Put it on the turnbuck. I want it on the apron. And when people do that, to Monday Night Raw, I want them to see Feed Me More Nutrition. I can redeem myself for Ico Pro. Hello, hello. I do not know anything about the final four. I don't even know the teams in it. I, I, I'm not, I don't follow collegiate sports. Thank you guys on the IG. I've already got the show going. There's nothing I could do. I'll leave the stream up. I'll put it up if it's not uh, sounding off on there when I, when I check it back. Uh, when it uploads, I will uh, just delete it. <clears throat> Thank you, Dominic, saying he can't wait for the lawsuit to be over and watch uh, kill it with this journey. Thank you. It's just it's legal issues. In when it, it's not a lawsuit per se. It's the legal with over my Ryback trademark, and um, or just I, I I need it to be over. It's not. It is. I've gotten a lot of positives from it, but I it needs to be over. I need. I just. I want my social media with my business. I need my social media. I need it. I'm very good at it and I need it and I need them to let that go. And it's not, they're never going to admit to it, but we, everything is being worked out and I just want it done with. And now that I'm healthy and getting really my body, everything you're going to see me, it's going to be my all time best. And uh, it's not going to be coming back as it's going to be coming back in my prime and you're going to, and it's, I'm, I'm going to back it up. I've said it all along and I, I, and I just had to wait till the right time. We needed this. I didn't think this legal stuff was going to go on this long either, by the way. This has been delayed quite a bit, but it's I'm winning everything and it's going to be all all done. And everything I've said, it's one of those deals where you're hated up front by those people are going to hate everything. But everything I've said all along the line, it just continues to check out and it's going to continue to go. So granted, I'll say I'm never, like because it's stuff I know personally what's going on. Not to say that like I'm right on everything all the time. I'm human. You could be right and wrong or have an opinion on something and maybe it's not uh, shared by as many people or whatnot. But as far as everything I've talked about with left and the business, 100% fact. Not once. There's no reason for me to lie. It doesn't benefit me one bit. <clears throat> yeah, the regular live streams. I think, too, also I found uh, Fog Dieting streaming longer than an hour. I think 90 minutes is a sweet spot on the live shows. I really, really do. I think, in, but I, and I will say, I do think talking more pro wrestling uh, is is beneficial. And it was something I, like I've said, you got to understand, nobody, this is why nobody can judge. You're dealing with, like, I still watched it, but it, it, it's repetitive talking about stuff when you're nowhere near being ready to do it and people not understanding you and getting a lot of hate and negativity over stuff that relies on it. And so it was best to just sometimes not talk about it 
to avoid that as much as possible, even though I would still answer some of your questions on it, right? But I think now, and this was the game plan all along, is like I know I'm very good at knowing the timing of things, and I know like where I need to be mentally, physically, and because I've done it. I've excelled at it, and I know how I got to get my brain. So it's good for me to be talking about it more. And I think and also the majority of my following knows me from pro wrestling. So if I'm talking about it, I think that will enhance a little bit with what we're doing. Now, it's nowhere near what it should be notification-wise. And I've seen the comments. I have got I get comments more often. Than I don't like when I see it when they said I was, I'm, I'm subbed, I'm notifications on, I don't get them. And were, or when people say, I was I was subbed to you and I'm not subbed to you anymore. And I, I had to, I didn't know you. I thought you quit streaming and quit putting out videos. And like, I see that way more than I would like to see that. And that tells me, and I, I just, it makes sense. I understand, but I understand what's going on. And I don't expect everyone to understand, but hopefully some of you that have been following could see it. And I tell you, I don't think most people, I think would have been able to handle it and tolerate it. I think because of my mindset and everything, I've been able to kind of, to, 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 to maneuver myself through this, these hurdles that, that would probably bring down the majority of people. Princess Morales. Yeah. You see, I honestly thought you stopped making videos as well. No. And that's why I tell you guys, please check the channel weekly content every week. I think, I don't think there's anybody in pro wrestling that hustles like I do on the social media end game of this. I don't, and that's not putting that. That's just, I had to. I had to. I couldn't rely because I lost my my natural uh, engagement with what's what's gone on. So I had to. I have to really hustle to even be seen. And I, I look at the positives. I'd rather be seen by a small amount of people than than no people, especially with my business, right? And it's why I got to keep fighting to get keep being seen as much as possible. <clears throat> We'd love to see you face Goldberg. Yeah, I think that's the the money match. I think that's the money match. I've I've told you guys from a long time. I would I would I think the match to make with that is a retirement match. I think that would be the uh, match to make, and I and I, I stand by. I would be the best match Goldberg has ever had. I swear to God, that I believe, and even being out, I know the work, and I know what I could do. I know. And I know I, that story is is built in, and uh, I think there's, and I, I don't, I'm not going to say too much on anything, but I I believe that that is that is where it's at, and I think people, I think it would be the most invested match of his career that people would would be invested in the most, and I would make, I would, I, I would certainly do everything in my goddamn power to at least at least attempt to make that happen, whether that is at the end of the day or not, I'd have to back that up, right? We'd have to both, but. I think knowing what I know and the things that we could do, I think it's definitely, definitely very possible. I have nothing but respect for him, by the way. And, and like the fact that he's, you know, in his fifties and, and doing what he's doing is incredible. It's not easy. It's not easy. <clears throat> but you got to understand too, like this is the other thing with wrestling guys. And a lot of you, some of you, man, like he, he, as far as the wrestlers go, like, you know, you got to be able to shit talk people. You got to be able to talk the talk and back it up. And you got, but you got to be able to, you got to be able to cross the line and say things. Right. And and you can't, that's like with the fight, the best fights are the fights that have the best talking. The the, the guys that talk the best shit talk that get the crowd invested. And you, if you have a story and then you could, 
and you can play the character that you're playing and, and really, and sometimes you cross those lines and blur those lines that, that makes, you know, controversy creates cash, but you can't, you can't be afraid of, of the, the backlash with things and whatnot. You just got to be able to, I think I could take that. That's why if you ever notice, I speak my mind, I get messages from talents and go, I love how you just, or your ability to speak your mind on things. And like, cause I know I'm speaking my truth and, but like character wise, you got to be able to go and say things. And at the end of the day, you get in the ring, it's professional when you're in the ring and you deliver that intensity in a believable and strong way, that story in a strong way, but you got you boring. If there's, if, if lines are not crossed to a degree, if, if, if it's, if there's not enough controversy, it, it doesn't sell as well. And that's the one thing pro wrestling and we've seen some people do it and they, they're able to do it. You know, Becky Lynch was got really good for a period. They're really, really in with Rhonda brings out that with people in, in, in Iron Sheik is back is talking that smack and making you think what, what, what is, are they, do they mean that? And it's the best if they do. And if they don't, if, but if they have an understanding, like, look, we're going to, let's go out there and, and unleash on each other via social media and in the promos and, within within the guidelines of what we're doing and at the end of the day we're going to make more money and if those people believe it it's 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 real we all win that's the art of pro wrestling that sometimes can, can be missing and um it's not easy that's why i say and, and man i i such a mindset and talk that's why i get along so well with kevin nash and i got along really well when i would talk to scott is their mindset it's really true this it's not a business for friends it's like the fight you because if you're friends with somebody you're less likely to cross that line. And that's why I believe the best ones are the ones that can, can you can be nice and you get along with people. But like, if you're going to go into a program, you got to be like, the, are we here to be buddy buddies and go put on a pro wrestling performance? Or do we want to fucking fuck shit up? The more shit that gets fucked up, the, the, the more people are going to watch. The more you, the more shit you can talk and back it. That's pro wrestling. And fans got to understand that and realize that and respect that. And they got to, they just got to, you know, shut the fuck up and enjoy it. <laughs> Sheiky baby, is Sheiky baby back? I think I, I blocked Sheiky baby several times today. Sheiky baby, Sheiky baby was the one that probably got me off, kicked off TikTok. <clears throat> All right, guys. <clears throat> With that, this was a fun one. I appreciate everyone coming in today, and uh, and uh, I'll be back probably on. <clears throat> we'll see if I have time tomorrow. Maybe we'll do a raw review. I'll try to watch as much raw as I can. If not, maybe Wednesday night or Thursday with a raw AEW. Uh, little bit of a rundown recap of, of what I saw and what you guys uh, talking about all that with everything. So uh, thank you guys very much. Please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition line. That's the best way to show your love and support. Thank you for all the super chats. Feed Me More Nutrition, discount code RybackShow20 to get 20% off on FeedMeMore.com. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. <laughs>